Are we recording? Are we live? Here we go. Here we go. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this again. I'm getting so nervous to have all you guys actually listening to me. The numbers are going up. You guys are telling friends. You're sharing the podcast on social media. Please keep it up. It's so, it's like humbling and awesome to see the numbers grow. It's really interesting. It's really fun. And the podcast keeps going. And we've got episode 74 with Matt from KC Blues Rugby. Uh, we have a Division One amateur rugby squad here in Kansas City. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get to talk to the captain of that squad, who is also a professional rugby player who f- plays for, oh shoot, I think it's called Rugby United in New York. You'll hear the whole story. You'll hear all that good stuff. And... Uh, what more can I say? This was a fun episode. This dude was a, a, just a, a gorilla of a man, like 6'7", 250. Like, I don't, you don't ever get to see people like that in real life. This dude is like a superhero, just a giant. I told him this is, this is why I played soccer my whole life. I could not imagine going up against a man like that and trying to take him down. Or worse, have him try and take me down. I'm heading to the hospital if that shit happens. I ain't even, trust me, you guys can see, think I'm, a baby or whatever when it comes out, but if you saw this dude and you stood next to him, woo, man, good for him. I see why he's a professional athlete. This was a good time. Go follow him on uh, Matt Working. I think uh, no, it's Working Man, Working Maine. I just butchered that. You can find it all on my social media, Neander Talk Pod on Instagram. You guys know the deal. Uh, this was a good episode. This was a lot of fun. What more can I say? I'm so repetitive sometimes with these intros, but I I, I just constantly have fun (laughs) interviewing these people. Here it is, without any further ado, uh, here's Matt, episode 74, Boom, Sherlock, Boom. Welcome to the InnoTalk podcast. We'll know topics is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, Enjoy the soul. Thank you for coming to the podcast. Boom, swat, boom. One, two, three. Look at me. All right, I am joined with Matt from Casey Blues Rugby. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we have a rugby team here in Kansas City. Yes, we do. There's a couple, but only one Division One. Only one. So you guys are Division One. Yeah. What does that mean? How are the divisions well, so, laid out? Yeah. So for amateur club rugby, uh, it's it's almost semi-pro. Um, but so we play in the men's Division One. Uh, there's only two Division One teams in Missouri. There's another one in St. Louis. Of course. Um, are you guys uh, rivals? Uh, of sorts. I mean, it used to be more of a rivalry, but uh, I mean, thankfully we've been been handling them nicely recently. oh nice okay that's why there's no <laughs> well, rivalry. actually the last game we played them was close but the first game of the season we beat them by uh 69 points so. oh that's probably a lot yeah that's a lot i mean our scoring is similar to football okay oh jeez. So, so yeah that's pretty substantial yeah no kidding <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah there's no rivalry when you're stomping people yeah but the last time the last game we played them we beat them just barely but we'll take it a yeah. w's a w <laughs> so you guys are the top amateur level is that what you're yeah uh-huh yeah. is there a pro level there is yeah i uh, i actually play for the pro team in new york you do yeah how can you play pro and amateur well because their seasons are at different times um so i actually but I would have, i'm surprised that an amateur organization would allow a professional play in it well that's actually like rugby is one of those sports like uh like it's really common for the pro guys to go home and play with their home clubs mm-hmm. or like their local county or province or whatever like over in new zealand and south africa and stuff you have guys who are representing the national side or playing for a super rugby team playing for local clubs like and just smashing people though right like well i mean yeah but like also I mean, at the same time like the rugby's a i mean team isn't, sport. That, isn't like that one s- person can make a big impact but at the same time like there's still a bit of balancing it out i'd say huh yeah yeah I mean, I guess that makes sense that there's probably not 
Well, and like a lot yeah. of times they use it as like a tool. Like if a guy's coming back from injury, they'll have him play for his club side for a, a couple of weeks, and then he'd go back into the pro side. Okay. Or the international side. So you play in New York as a pro when uh -huh. you play pro? Uh, I play for Rugby United New York. Where does that league like? Um, like how big is it? There are 12 teams now. They added three this year. This will be the third year of the Pro League. It's called MLR, Major League Rugby. Of course. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Is it, What's the logo? Is it like a baseball, like the baseball logo or the NBA logo, but with a rugby guy holding uh, up? No, it's a, it's just like a shield that okay. has, says MLR across it. All yeah, right. It's cool. but It's Major League Rugby. That's pretty <laughs> dope. Yeah, it's cool. Wow, you're a pro rugby player. Yeah, pretty wild. You are the reason that I played soccer my whole life. Yeah? Yeah, you're a giant. You're a beast. I could not. There's no way I would. I could go one-on-one -on -one against you. <laughs> so, especially, maybe with pads and a football, I'd feel a little bit more confident. And, yeah, I can go kind of low on you. Yeah. I mean, But you, no pads and a rugby? What am I going to do to you, man? I can outrun you, you maybe. You, yeah, that helps. Or you, go, you tackle low and you tackle yeah, half the man. You're, you're going to tackle me. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. That's the one of the, the, like, the beauties of rugby is – it's uh it's for people of all different sizes um, really yeah i mean like we have guys who are like five five six and five four on our team yeah but how much do they weigh uh i mean if they're stocky five six can be a stout fella maybe like 175 that's pretty big for a. am five mean, or even less i mean i'm uh, to yeah. be honest i'm a pretty bad tell on, okay. on people's weights like how big <laughs> are you how about in your pro league how big are you compared to your teammates uh i mean i'm among the bigger guys on okay team. i mean i've I'm six seven, two fifty five. So I'm up there. You're a beast. Um, Jeez. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely guys who are like as big, or a few who are bigger. Not too many. So you're one of the bigger ones. Yeah, I'd say. All so. All right, well, that's good. <laughs> Couldn't imagine I'm getting much bigger. <laughs> Damn. What did did you play rugby your whole life? Is uh, I played for twelve years now. So how did you get involved? How old are you right now? I'm twenty nine. Okay. Yeah. Is so that old in rugby? uh of sorts i mean yeah like obviously it's uh oh well, not obviously but it's similar to like football well or yeah like football once like, you hit 30 you're kind of yeah but i mean uh there's also some people who will pay up until they're like 35 or so it really depends on your position like for the forwards who are like the bigger guys who do like the grunt work uh -huh. and like the hard yards uh those some of those guys can play like into their mid to late 30s but the smaller, faster guys, the backs, uh, I feel like they tend to retire a little earlier. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to keep up your speed and your agility. Oh, for sure. As an aging guy. so A younger guy is going to outrun you. Yeah, exactly. No matter how fast you used to be. Well, yeah. And in, like, traditional rugby nations, like, there's some kids who are making their debut for their, like, pro sides or international sides at, like, 18 and 19. And some of them tear right. it up. But, I mean, those are those are special cases. But yeah, yeah. they still exist. Yeah. So, but how did you so at tw so you've been playing for 12 years so since yeah. you're what 17 yeah so i started my senior year of okay. high school um but i grew up in like a rugby family like all my brothers played my dad played where are you guys from from kansas city uh, i didn't know rugby was really that big of a i mean it's not, I, I mean i've seen a little bit here and there but it's not like huge but it's it's definitely on on the up uh, is it I, just clubs or is there any high schools or anything around? There's there? high schools. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I played. So I started playing for a high school team for the Kansas City Junior Blues. Okay. Um, and that's a high school multi-school team. Right. Um, and so they pull kids from all over the city and uh, they they do really well. They've been a team that goes to nationals uh, for as long as I can remember, um, which is cool. And we actually hosted the high school nationals oh, the last two years here in Kansas City. What do you guys play at? Uh, we play at the Swope Soccer Village on uh, 63rd Street, like right near Starlight Theater. Yeah, I right by the zoo like, and everything. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think it's like 6301 Lewis Road, something like that. Okay. Yeah, if my memory serves me. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny to me that there's like a rugby, like what drew, what draws people to rugby as opposed to football? Because like, it's not a traditionally an American sport, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, for me, like... Because uh, you grew up in a rugby family. Well, I mean, yeah. I, like, I, I played football as well, and I, I played ice hockey, and I played lacrosse, and I wrestled as well. But, like, uh, when I started playing rugby, I I got hooked instantly. Like, and it, it, the thing that I've noticed with everyone is that's the way it goes. Like, you, you play, you play one yeah. game, and you get the itch, and you're like, wow, 
never looking back. Like, this is amazing. It's so much fun. I mean, like, you get to run with the ball. You get to tackle people. Like, there's, like, a, a camaraderie and a brotherhood with rugby that is, like, it doesn't exist in other sports. Like, it looks amazing. I used to watch it a lot when I was, when I first moved out, like, on my own. You know, I, went, I dabbled with college for a hot minute. I played soccer in college, and but we would always want my roommate and I would always watch rugby. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We just never really had access to it yeah. that we knew of. But it always it looked it looks like this superior sport, but somehow football is the dominant sport in America. Yeah, I mean, football's got a lot of money and it has all the TV stations backing it and everything. So I mean, like. I think for at least the foreseeable future, football is going to reign king. But I right. mean, uh, there's also an argument that like a lot of the head injuries in that like are less likely in rugby without pads, without helmets. Yeah, but it's also because like the games has rules where it's more about like player welfare and stuff. Like you're required to wrap when you tackle. You like the proximity of the hits are a lot closer. Uh, it pe- looks like a more dangerous game. Yeah, I mean, it, it is gruesome to the untrained eye, I would say. Um, is it more? God, football's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean. Football's uh, bad. The thing is, like, people play with, like, reckless abandonment in football, and, like, they use your, their body as a battering ram because they have this body armor <laughs> right. on, and, like, yeah. they think they're invincible. Missiles. Yeah, and then they're unconscious because they don't realize they have a sensitive brain bouncing around inside <laughs> their head. So, I mean, I yeah, feel yeah. like, like, with rugby, you, like, uh, a lot of people pay with like, I'd say like not in necessarily regard like they're not like concerned about their health, but like I'd say you think twice a little bit more when you're like I mean your only pads are your mouthpiece and maybe like some really thin foam shoulder pads and or like a foam like a really thin foam helmet called a scrum cap like but like those just prevent from like minimal injuries like yeah so I mean like. They're probably more of a placebo than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I I like to wear the the like they call it a shock top, the, the shoulder pads, because mm-hmm. it uh like I've noticed that I don't separate my shoulders as easily oh, when damn. I wear one, because I've I've done that a couple times and it's not a. Not you wrap them pleasant. up or anything too? Can you wrap? Uh, I mean, yeah, you could tape them if you want, but I I don't. I mean, I just it's like a little, it's like a Under Armour shirt that has just little foam sure. in the shoulders. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it, like football quarterbacks wear those underneath right. their pads too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, to be honest, the, like, the little helmets, the scrum caps are there. I mean, for me, it, it protects me more from not getting cauliflower ear than anything. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured people would wear those for. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to think that it, it would give me less of a chance of getting a concussion. But, I mean, I, I, if people get concussions in a football helmet, like, this little foam thing is not going to do that. If you hit but, your head, you're going to – Yeah. There's nothing. There's, stop, there's nothing. You're gonna, yeah, you hit your head, you hit your head. I mean, you're, But, I mean, to be honest, the most important – piece of protective wear that we wear is a mouthpiece oh i thought you were gonna say cup no you you it would be very uncomfortable if you wore a cup there's not a special design type no there no i mean i've never seen anyone wear one like i, I don't know like because there's like parts of the game where like as far as like getting into a scrum and stuff like i mean like i for me to get my bind on someone i'm like reaching up between their legs and i'm holding their thigh and uh-huh. then my head goes on the outside of their thigh so it's like like it would hurt to have like a plastic cup like digging into my arm or something so it's like yeah gotta gotta look out for the goods and hope for the best (laughs) (laughs) yeah well yeah i figured there'd be some kind maybe like there's not even like you were saying like some compression underwear with maybe like a padded jock area Uh, maybe there needs to be not that i know of yeah maybe I might have just come up with a brilliant idea. Yeah, I'm marketing. I'm gonna make some money. I don't know. Write that down, Charlie. I feel like uh, I feel like half a. <laughs> there's definitely a big culture in rugby about being tough. You know? Sure. Like they like they, you see memes and stuff. It's like uh, soccer players spend 90 minutes continuing like they're hurt, <laughs> and rugby players spend 80 minutes continuing or pretending like they're not hurt. You yeah. Know? So it's just like, I yeah. mean, there's stories about guy like there's a guy who played for. I want to say it was the New Zealand All Blacks, but he uh, he actually split his scrotum in a game, went off the field, had it stitched up, and he went back in and finished the game. Like, <laughs> so I mean, I don't how, know. Oh. 
I don't know, like in, how does they get torn? Like, oh. me, me as a teammate to like the All Blacks aren't really people though. Those are. I mean, like, they're they're superhumans. But, they are superhumans. But they they did lose yesterday to England, which is pretty crazy in the World Cup. Oh yeah. Um, but like for me, like for instance, like when we're playing games and like my teammates go down, like my first thing to them is like, "You're fine. Get up. Come on. You're good. You're good. Right. Like, let's go. Let's keep rolling." Like, and I feel like sometimes like that little push is all some people need, and sometimes like no, like this person's actually hurt. Like, mm-hmm. let's get the trainer out here. <laughs> so. It just depends. I don't know. I mean, have you seen any like horrible gut wrenching injuries uh, on the on on field? I mean, like people breaking arms and legs. Yeah, like a leg going the opposite way. Or yeah, something. that's that's never pleasant. I mean, personally, I've I've torn my ACL. That wasn't very awesome. But yeah. it was it wasn't like gruesome per se. Right. But like it, gruesome it, to you. Yeah, exactly. But like it's not like it's you a bad see, one. Yeah, it was less than enjoyable. But thankfully, that was quite some time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have so in your pro league, MLR? Mm-hmm. How long has that been going on? Uh, this will be the, the third year. This is the third year of the league. Yeah, it's a, we uh, we start up in February is when those games start. How many fans are coming to these games? Uh, you know, it really varies. Um, like for instance, for our games, we uh, we play out on Coney Island, which is a bit of a hike. Uh, but I mean, for like sometimes we get upwards of. 3,000 people there it just depends but that's like that's, that's pretty not, that's a lot I that's pretty say, cool I wouldn't say that's consistent though but I mean I would say we get probably at least a thousand to each game nice um, but then again there's teams like the Seattle team the Seattle Seawolves they two years in a row now have sold out their entire season wow in the stadium which is pretty crazy wow that's weird yeah i mean I maybe it's just something there's about nothing to, there's nothing to do out in seattle <laughs> maybe that's what it is they're i mean looking they, for the shit pacific northwest they get behind their sports teams which is pretty that's cool. true they do so i mean yeah like i think it's going to continue to catch on and most everyone who i invite to games or who stumbles upon a rugby game they watch it like oh like this is tight this is cool yeah. like i'm going to try and go out of my way to see more of this or be a part of it you know so how many go to the games here in kansas city for the kansas city blues um it really varies uh like yesterday i would say we had about hmm, 150 or so okay maybe 200 um it's pretty good yeah it's good i mean and it i mean it's it's amateur rugby in kansas city that's pretty good i would think yeah well and it's kind of funny like for instance yesterday uh after the game these there was two english gentlemen at the game and uh they said that they found us on Google and they came out to the park nice. and they just happened to watch the game and I was chatting with them. But like, I mean, it, it's really cool. Like, you know, that like rugby is one of those games. Like you could be anywhere in the world. And like, for instance, you're at a bar and you start talking to the guy next to you. It turns out he played rugby. You guys are instantly friends. Like, okay. Like it's one of those sports. It's I like, get oh, that. you played rugby. Like, all right, you know, what's up. Oh, like you're funny. down with it. And like, that's just like the, the cool part about it. Like, what other sport do you beat the crap out of each other for 80 minutes? And then after the game, you're standing with that, the guy who you might've had a cheap shot on or had a cheap shot on you or something like that. And you guys are clinking beers and talking about like, Oh, that was a good hit, bro. Like that was awesome. So glad we did this. Like, you know, and nice. That's like, that doesn't exist in other sports. Like, no, it doesn't. It's more like, Hey, F those guys. We're not trying to be that's like, that's that. all. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, shoot, I think about high school football, like when we would leave our rivals, our coaches would make us keep our helmets on getting on the bus because like people used to throw rocks and stuff at the bus. Like that never personally happened to me, but that's why they have people do it. Yep. And so it's like nothing like that exists in rugby. Like hmm. it's I don't know. It's way like there's just like it's rugby culture. Is yeah. Rugby culture. And it's just like a little more refined. Yeah. More. I mean, it's a gentleman's game. Like, huh. Like that's i mean that makes sense because you guys are out there without pads yeah you guys are there is i i can see that there would be this mutual unspoken respect yeah we're like hey i'm not trying to murder you i'm just trying to win the game i'm don't want to injure you like nobody wants to injure anybody like we're we're enemies in between the lines for those 80 Mm -hmm. minutes but we're boys after like it's all yeah like i mean and even for instance like yesterday like the fans are cool with that because yeah well and it's like even yesterday they're like so we like w- I had a good run yesterday in our game, and like the, the guy who tackled me is like, "Hey, nice run, man!" And it's just like, "All right, yeah, cheers!" Like on to the next, on to the next play. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like that doesn't really exist in a lot of other sports. Who are you guys playing? Who is the amateur teams? Or like, who are you guys playing? Uh, so yesterday we played the Milwaukee Barbarians. Um, oh, you guys travel, dude. Oh yeah, we travel. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys? Um, how do you pay for everything? Uh, well, so. 
a part of it. Uh, it, it isn't free to play. You have club dues for um, sure. But then again, we also have sponsorships, and we are a five hundred one c three. So those who are so inclined are able to donate to the team as well. Oh, nice! And we have fundraisers, and so I mean, the club covers a lot of expenses. The players cover some expenses, and it balances out. Um, but yeah, like we're not catching, we're not hopping on jets to go to these. I wouldn't. Like, I would I mean, imagine some people, so. some lucky few, are taking flights and meeting up with the boys in other cities, but. Typically, we're renting two 15-passenger vans and loading them up. We'll have one that leaves early on Friday and one that leaves late on Friday, depending on when people can get off work. And we head out, and we get there when we get there. I mean, so in our our division of the league, we go to Davenport, Iowa, to play Palmer Chiropractic College, but they're a men's team. Um, Wait, you're playing, they're a college team? Well, so they're affiliated with the college. Okay. It's a men's team. Okay, okay. They compete in the men's division. They don't compete in college. Okay. And you don't have to be, like, college age to play for them. Okay. As far as I know. And then in St. Louis, they have the St. Louis Bombers. Um, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, they have uh, Metropolis. I think they're the Metropolis Metro Men. <laughs> Pretty funny name. but uh, uh, Funny is one word. um and i think those four are yeah i think that's it for who we play right now well and then um so in two weeks we'll have the league final in chicago and oh neat i think it's looking like we'll either be playing the chicago lions or the detroit tradesmen oh cool i don't don't know where their standings are i've you guys bet, are going to play them? You yeah, guys are number one in this league? We are number the, one, yeah. We are currently, division? What would it, it be? Yeah, division. We're currently 7-0. and We're in first place. Dang. Yeah, we've been crushing it. We've Dang. had a really, really good fall. So that's pretty awesome. Why are you guys crushing it? I mean, we got a great group of guys. We have an amazing coach, uh, James Patterson. And uh, the boys have really bought into what he's trying to do. And we're playing some really good, exciting to watch rugby. How long has this team been together? Like this, this particular collective. Uh, I mean, it actually has really come together this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, like I said, I I play for New York, so I actually normally live in New York, but I'm f- born and raised in Kansas City. Um, and I was talking to our club president, uh, Chris George, and essentially, I was like, you know, like I would, I'd like to come back to Kansas City if there's a way. Like, and we got to talking and. Um, they wanted me to come back and captain the side and I was more than interested because I mean like I bleed blue like I love this team so much really like, and it, yeah and uh, that's cool man. so I came back and um, it, it was just convenient you know just a lot of the right pieces fell into place uh, we had a couple other guys who play in MLR coming into town and we recruited a couple guys and I mean it, I don't know it's this just like, pretty serious for oh no it's very serious yeah. like I mean yeah, you it it sounds casual and whatever, saying amateur or whatever. But I mean, like, it is. A, no, I get it. It's a well-oiled machine, and it takes a lot of people for it to go as smoothly as it does. Mm-hmm. And we take it incredibly seriously. And I, I think that our record and the way that we play rugby, I mean, speaks volumes to that. You know, like, I mean, it's I, me as a captain. I'm serious as yeah. can be. Like, no nonsense. Like, we have a job to do. We're setting out to do it. We're gonna get it done. Like, How many people are on the team um, total? Well, so we actually have two teams. We have a Division One and a Division Two team. Okay. Um, but so each week uh, there's a 23-man roster for each team. Mm-hmm. And then at, there's only 15 people playing at a time. Okay. So, I mean, there's some serious competition for certain positions. Um, and, I mean, like, it, it's the sort of thing where, like, you know, you're paying X amount of dollars to be a part of this, but, like, you also got to bust your ass to like you got to earn make, it yeah earn a, earn a spot and keep a spot that makes sense and, i mean i think everybody understands that yeah exactly and uh so i mean like it, it it's like the sort of thing it's like like why would we do this half-assed i mean there are social rugby right. clubs where guys go out and you know they're more about drinking beer and having a good time and having buddies which that's all good and well sure but i mean like we are we are very serious we take it seriously we want to win some of you guys are pros of course we take it serious yeah exactly but like i don't know it's just it if it's worth doing it's worth doing right you know like wh- like why half-ass it like and it's my motto yeah so plus that's when injuries happen yeah exactly i mean that yeah when you get hurt is when you're not going 100 you right know? like yeah you take a playoff 
that's when you something happens like unfortunately or you know like and most of these dudes are i mean so it's the amateur level so these people have like nine to fives oh yeah yeah we've we've got lawyers real estate agents uh salesmen brokers uh like we're we're all over the place we got a couple scientists but i mean so like that's the other thing like it it being amateur it is it can be difficult for people balancing nine to five and rugby mm -hmm. i mean and i i feel like i'm a bit of a special case i'm like rugby's before everything like oh sorry i can't I can come tell. to work yeah. i have rugby like i don't know it's just yeah. like i don't know it's just like for me it's just like i i caught the itch my senior year of high school and i never looked back like i i was gonna go to k-state and walk on there and play uh -huh. football i had a roommate and everything i was like about to be picking classes and stuff and i was like watching football and i couldn't watch football and not think of it in rugby terms and i was like you know what like i think i'm making a mistake trying to go back oh, to yeah? this and well and the thing is also like i was a big big guy my senior year of high school i was like 300 plus pounds at one point jeez and i lost all this weight playing rugby because like you can't just be like a fat slob lineman you know right. like you're not like those guys are having to play for like uh, at max like 12 seconds at a time mm -hmm. and i mean granted sometimes that's a sprint for those 12 seconds but like for us we're non-stop non-going like right. uh, non-stop and ongoing sorry and like you have to run you have to be able to tackle you have to get up and off the ground when you get tackled or you know so it's just like I mean, it's essentially, think about it, like, you're running and it's you're just cardio. doing burpees or, like, oh, yeah. you know, so it's just, like... Are you getting subbed in and out often or... No, so rugby's like soccer. Okay. Uh, once you get subbed off, you're done for the game. You okay. can't go back in. Um, the only time where you can come off for a bit is, like, if you have a blood sub, like, if you get a cut somewhere sure. and they just need to patch the blood okay. up because, obviously, people don't want to get blood on and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, so that... And, and at the, the highest levels, they have, like... Uh, for head injuries they have what they call hia I, I'm, I believe that's head injury assessment and that's when uh the guys go off and they get checked by a neurologist and then based upon what that guy says either they go back in or they put in a sub permanently for them so it's just like like once again back to pay, player welfare you know like, yeah so i mean but i guess that's kind of what they have in the nfl too with those blue tents on the sideline mm -hmm. but do you guys have uh in the, at the pro level like stringent drug testing uh, they adhere to WADA, uh, like World Anti-Doping Agency mm -hmm. protocols. Um, but yeah. So. Yeah, I was kind of curious, how, but not the amateur level. No, there's nothing. Yeah, so I mean, that that's actually another thing that's kind of funny. Like, you can, you sometimes see that one guy on the other team, you're like, hmm. What do you mean the other team? <laughs> I mean, they're not, a, I don't know any on my team. Yeah, I, I bet not. I'm not asking to rat anybody out. <laughs> definitely not. But no, I mean, like you can see, like that guy definitely's on the juice or some something, you know. Like, but what it, do you think about that? Uh, if you see a guy over there that's clearly his veins are popping and he's just looking extra swole. I mean, I I could care less. <laughs> the thing is, let's it, just because he does that stuff, that doesn't mean he's a good rugby player. Rugby is far. Right, more, but are you cool with it being? At that amateur level, if people are doing it, I mean, would you promote it? I wouldn't promote it. Definitely not. No, no. I mean, no. Well, like, maybe just like testosterone. And I'm not saying like. I mean, they can do what they Deca, want. Deca trend, any like I'm not saying like a no. full on cycle, but you know, maybe just some testosterone and. and I mean, and, they can do what they want. Yeah. If it makes them better at rugby, is what it is. But like, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't know. I when I was playing, I so, kind of back to my story. I. When I decided to not go to K-State and stay in Kansas City and play rugby, mm -hmm. I was an 18-year-old playing on this team, the Kansas City Dope. Blues, so on a men's team. And we had a couple of big, like, Polynesian guys on our team, like, massive. And cool. during training, like, one day a week, we'll do, like, full-on contact sessions. And there was a guy named C. Vitale, who's a legend of the Blues and a great guy. And Shout-out to him. Yeah, shout-out to him. And – um like he was just a beast and like look at him just like holy crap like this guy's huge but like i tackled him like and, I, and then i tackled him over and over again and it's like yo if i can tackle siva i can tackle anyone like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they're and, but like the thing is also it's like it takes you a bit of time to like realize like yeah like what you can do but also the beauty of it is like you don't have to tackle the guy head on like rugby lines are different than football lines so like 
you can tackle half of the man and you can go below his hips or below his knees tie his feet up you know like mm -hmm. so it's like you don't like it's it goes back to like working smarter not, not harder, harder you know? yeah. exactly so it's like and that's how guys who are like five four and five six can tackle guys like me who are six seven you know so it's just like is any part of you be like damn how did this guy get me how like is part of you like man oh there's uh, there's some guys who are that size and they play like they're 10 feet tall yeah. you know like it, it just depends on the guy and it, i mean i personally don't care i'm not gonna like lose sleep over that or anything but, I, uh, like, but you might get up and like you don't look down at him like Damn. i mean hey th that might be one of those instances if where i'm I like hey man you? great tackle good work bro <laughs> right Let's Respect. see how many. Let's see how many more times you can do right, that. Right, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> eventually it's gonna break. Oh yeah, if it, if I'd be happy. Yeah, I would be happy to do it just once, and then I'd stay on the other side of the field the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's times when those guys come into a clash together, and the little guy gets rolled backwards like a bowling ball. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a. Uh, it, it just it goes always, you know. So when is your guys' is uh is it. So you go to Chicago? Uh, no. So we have one more home game next weekend on Saturday at the Swope Soccer Village versus Palmer. Who's and Palmer? Palmer is the school from Davenport, Iowa. Oh, okay. The, uh, the chiropractic, chiropractic college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we're playing them at one thirty this Saturday. And, um, yeah, it should be pretty fun. Does it cost money to get in? Yeah, it costs five bucks. Not much. And uh, they sell beer at the games and stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they'll have food sometimes as well. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's a, we, ha we put on a pretty good, uh, match day as well. It, like we, so like obviously Swope soccer village is a soccer complex, mm -hmm. but, uh, we, they do have a few fields that where we can put rugby, like proper rugby posts up. And, uh, we, we transform those fields into our stadium for those days. Oh really? Which is cool. Yeah. We put up banners for our, of our sponsors. Oh nice. We put up crowd restraints and we have a scaffolding with, like an MC and some music. Oh wow! And we film on that scaffolding as well. well this is cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's our we it's pride ourselves. Yeah, we pride ourselves on how we do it. Like uh, a lot of people don't do it to the standard or the level that we do, which that's fine. That's good for them. Are but you like, guys the top top of the heap? I mean, I would say we're up there. Yeah, I mean, apart from the people, like there are a couple teams that have like proper stadiums, but oh, okay, probably Seattle or Portland mm, or whoever. Well, so. The the first ever rugby only stadium exists in Col in Denver, Colorado or Glendale, Colorado. Okay. And that's called Infinity Park. Um and so the Glendale club that is there, they uh they've had that for a while. And I mean like it's that's kinda nice. funny though. But the thing is, like, for our stuff to work, like we come together as a club, like for instance, yesterday we all arrived before our our second sides game and we set up the field. We set up the scaffolding, crowd restraints, banners. Mm -hmm tents whatever is necessary then they play their game we play our game and then they take down oh okay, you know nice. it's just yeah. like but it's cool though. like it's er, everyone helps you know many hands makes light work and also just like it adds to the experience it makes it it's just another reason to take it brings you guys you know? closer too 100 percent. but you know it's just like we don't do that for nothing like we put on the persona and the view that like this is the real deal like and like we back it up with the rugby we play, which is great, you know. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, I got so many questions. Hey, you're all right. How man. often do you guys practice? Uh, we practice twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then in game every every uh, week, or how, we had how? one bye week this year. Uh, but yeah, so every week otherwise. So and it's like uh, probably almost three month season. Okay, well, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's perfect. And so the championship after this is in Chicago. Yeah, that's the so that's the league final. Apparently, our uh, like the the national championship playoffs and all that are in the spring, but the problem is that's when the pro league will be going. So uh, all of our pro guys will be gone. Um, th that's actually something that USA Rugby really needs to sort out because in every other rugby nation, there's the time of the year where people play club or like rep represent their mm -hmm. province or whatever. And then they play pro and you know, it's just, they don't conflict. Like yeah. people should make sense. Yeah. People shouldn't have to it's a miss small out. enough community that it should be able to. Well, it, it's the sort of thing though. It just, it makes no sense for it to be like, why would like, why should the Kansas city blues suffer when guys who are members of the team 
can't be there because they're playing like at a higher level. Yeah. Like, and the whole thing is, it's like obviously you want to strive for the top. Mm-hmm. So like, why wouldn't you cater to that? You know, like that. That's honest. It's the. It's really dumb that that that's how they're handling it. Too. Why is that? Like, what? Who's? I mean, I who's think it's just because pulling the strings or not pulling the strings on this. I think it's just because the leagues knew the pro leagues knew enough that they haven't really kind of worked it out, worked out all the kinks yet. Which it's only it's, three years old, so yeah, I guess yeah, they could I probably. Mean, it's a darn shame though to be honest like oh for sure sounds like it yeah but i i'd like to think that they'll get it sorted out and i mean there are well i mean there's not really weather restrictions now but they're they become weather restrictions for like the likes of the midwest and like the northern part of the country where everyone's getting snow and sleet and cold weather yeah where like the teams in texas are just starting up their season Mm -hmm. so i mean i think we just need to get it more like parallel where you play club rugby, you have the, the finals, and then the pro season starts. You know, I mean, it just, it does, it makes no sense to me. Like, Yeah. And, okay, so now there is obviously, I mean, there's a pro league. I imagine there's a national league that competes. I don't know. Is it in the Olympics or anything? It's not an um, Olympic game, is it? Well, so rugby sevens is in the Olympics, but not rugby, like not 15s. Okay. Um. But they're, like the Rugby World Cup is going on right now. They're, the U.S. has a team. They're called the Eagles. Is that bi- is this is like the big thing? Is it like the soccer I, World Cup? Like this is the biggest event in oh, rugby? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, they're actually. Oh, that's where you were saying it's a big deal that the All Blacks lost to England. Yeah. Oh, that would, that is a big deal. That's yeah, a huge deal. The, the All Blacks don't lose very often. Right. Um, but yeah, England England killed them. Well, they didn't kill them, but they put up a good fight and they beat them by twelve, which. Not many people can even say they've ever beat the All Blacks. So. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that – so, like, obviously, yeah, that's that's the highest thing to strive for is playing for the Eagles. Um, but, I mean, it's it – Do also, all the do all the Eagles players play in the MLR? Not all of them. Some of them Some do. play in, like, other leagues, huh? Yeah, there's Bigger some leagues. play overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, re- it really just depends. But, like, the thing is, the beauty of the MLR is that's only going to raise our standard of play mm-hmm. and make our guys better. And – hopefully make our national team better and more competitive because i mean probably not too competitive i'm guessing at the moment we're we're not doing as well as we would like i mean yeah we didn't win a single game at the world cup which is a shame i mean we had it's a hard america pool. i mean that's one of those sports where our top athletes just don't go exactly you know and it, not it, enough money it's a sh- it, yeah you're hitting the nail on the head mm-hmm. um but i mean like we had a hard pool and stuff but it's like shoot we if we could have won one game at least i mean like we've beaten tonga before but they beat us you know and it's like that was our last game of the world cup and it's just like uh it's it's pretty frustrating and and disheartening you know and it's like it's just like some nations are just miles ahead of us well yeah i mean that's their well yeah and i mean when you yeah when you have when you have kids growing up playing rugby Obviously, they're yeah, already. Yeah, you didn't start playing until you were 17 or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's like they're already so far ahead of us. But I mean, we're we're closing the gap, but we're still a ways off, sadly. But well, it's it's clear we as a country have the athletes. I mean, we win, we dominate in any other. Exactly. Type we, we have the athletes. Could you imagine some? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. Imagine if like LeBron James played rugby or like some of these tight ends or D linemen, like yeah. if those guys were playing rugby, like I, I don't know how you would have an answer for those types of athletes, but until, uh, it becomes financially. That's what, that's what like, all those sports say. Yeah. Until, yeah. until it makes sense for them to do it. Uh, not many people are going to pick rugby over a multi-million dollar contract. Rugby needs some serious marketing where they need to steal football people away. Well, and there, I would say that that is slowly happening, especially with all these head injuries that are occurring. That's the thing. Well, you guys got to capitalize on that. You got to use, use. You got to be ugly about it and just say, "Look, we're not, we're not making our old people into soup brains when they turn sixty-five. Fair. However, how are you guys walking when you get older? Uh, I mean, I'm thankfully not older yet. But yeah, I yeah. Mean, my old man played for 25, 30 years, and he, uh, he. He's not the most stable walker, I would say. But, I mean, I don't know. Like any sport, it's hard on your body. Right. Um, but, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the price you pay. And mm-hmm. you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. You think you do. 
Yeah, <laughs> true. When you're true. 18, you think, oh, I can sign up. I can, I can sign up for this and beat my body up. It's not going to affect me when I'm older. I'm 18 and invincible. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I've said to myself for a long time, I was like, I'm going to play rugby as long as I physically possibly can at the highest level I physically possibly can. So, how many years you got left in the MLR? Do you think? Who knows? I mean, we'll see. What's like a a a professional level age? Like, an, is there like a? So you played hockey. I assume you know a little bit. So mm-hmm. there's like the Chris Chelios mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. Is there like a rugby Chris Chelios, like a, uh, an older of sorts? I mean, I mean, even Tom Brady. I guess Tom Brady's forty two. Yeah, that, that's pretty see, that's an old. Is there yeah. a forty two year old rugby player? pro rugby uh, player not that i know i mean there was one guy i want to say he played for japan in the world cup and he's like 38 or 40 it's pretty old that's pretty old especially for like like you're saying like it's pretty tough on your body you yeah know? like if you got those miles I racked think, up well, yeah you. and i think of some people who are that age like they're not the most mobile people but it, it rugby is one of those sports where mentality takes you very far you know, like mm-hmm. if you set your mind to something and you have a mentality and you require a certain standard of yourself and those around you and whatnot, like it's that's going to take you very far. And like if you're some old tough dude, like mess with me, young kids, you know, like yeah. and it, it, clearly it worked for him. I mean, he's playing in a World Cup, so it's a badass. Yeah, exactly. Complete badass. Did you play on the national team? No, I've not. I have not. It's it's a it's a tough squad to make. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. It's the national team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to be yeah, top whatever one percent. Yeah, definitely. Of the top one percent. <laughs> <coughs> I might take my kids there one of these days. Yeah, you should. That'd be fun. This next Saturday. This next Saturday, I might, if it's nice out, and they're not sick still, they've been battling. Oh yeah, illnesses left and right. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. I just got rid of my cough yesterday. It lasted like thirteen days or something. No, thank you. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. I wish you guys had a a bigger rivalry with uh St. Louis. No, I know. I mean, <laughs> when I first started playing for the Blues, uh, I would say it was stronger than. Uh, I mean, it, it it is like it. They're they're the cross state rival. But I mean, I don't know. It's like the thing is, so for there was a while they dropped down to Division Two, so we weren't even playing against them. Oh wow! But they moved. Why back don't up. they have? How come they're not good in St. Louis? I mean, the, it's not. They that just don't like good. rugby no, over there. No, no, they're very good. I mean, I I went to a university right outside St. Louis called Lindenwood, and they have an amazing rugby program, and uh, it's fully funded varsity program. And they're starting to funnel guys into the bombers, which is good. You mm-hmm. know, like it's it's raising the standard. I mean, if every every team gets better, everyone gets better, which is good. Right. And, and I'm I'm not saying that St. Louis isn't good per se, but I mean, I am. <laughs> I am. Fair enough. I hey, mean, uh, St. Louis Bombers, you guys suck, and we stole your Blues hockey name. It's <laughs> uh, so funny. Fired. I do have a, I have some good friends on that team, and <laughs> respect to them. Yeah, well, they're not my them. friends. <laughs> hey, see, but that—that's also where rugby culture comes in. Wait, like, I'm trying to start a rivalry here. Hey, that's all. Uh, th- I mean, there is a rivalry. Yeah, it just—I'm right. saying it, it fizzled out for a little when we weren't getting to play them when they were playing Division Two and not Division One. But now that they're back in it, it's reignited. I would say. Good. I'm just happy that we're two and zero on the year against them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys are seven and zero. About to be eight and zero. Yes, sir. By are you are you guys gonna win the yeah, yeah you guys pretty easily not easily no no it's not easily but, but you're pretty confident i'm i'm confident nice. i back i back our boys you know I, i'm all about manifesting positivity i've already decided we're not gonna lose any games this fall i was gonna have some fosters in here i don't know why but i assumed you, you people <laughs> like fosters uh you'd be better off with uh guinness i would say Guinness. Or, all right i mean to be honest I'd be bad. I like Guinness better. I don't like Fosters necessarily. Fosters is piss. It is piss. <laughs> it is piss. I'm a beer uh, snob. I'm, I normally drink craft stuff, but I just, for some reason, I was like, I think people would probably like some Fosters. Admittedly, I'm, I'm these days I'm, I'm trying to slim down a bit, so I'm more of a vodka soda guy. But actually, you know what? That's funny. I have switched to the same thing too. Yeah. I'm like a huge beer snob. I love, love, love beer. 
but I've recently changed over to vodka soda. My thing is more like I'll have a beer. I'd prefer a beer with a meal. Right. But like I don't, I don't need to drink a bunch of beers on a night. I'd rather have some vodka sodas. That'd be a little lighter on me. Yeah. But you guys are some partiers though, huh? Uh, we like fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I I don't know. I assume rugby players. I just they seem like partiers to me. There is uh there's definitely a bit of a culture associated is with there? rugby and having fun. Mainly a drinking culture. Uh, I mean, I suppose. I mean, yeah. 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 Is that like? pretty unanimous like are, are the all blacks and the english and the well i mean it, are they all drinkers big drinkers uh, it's not big. like the way that some clubs are where like like i was saying how there's some of those social club social clubs like you'll see guys drinking beers before games on a social team okay or like on the sideline like that and that's the thing that's kind of funny is like rugby's pastime is like old guys and like big like heavy jerseys with a keg on the sideline but right. like the thing is, the the sport has gotten so much more professional, professional and beyond that. Yeah, you can't do that. But like at the same time, I mean, like <coughs> work hard, play hard. You know, like right? We work our ass off for the game. We earn a night out with the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, and and obviously, I mean, people get on it. People have fun. Yeah, you guys must draw a lot of attention. All these just giant rugby players drinking. Uh, it's definitely definitely an attention grabber for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like and. We like we sang our victory song last night. At, oh, you guys uh, have a song, of course. Yeah, uh, it's not exactly the most appropriate, but it's cool. That's that's perfect. I would I wouldn't expect it to be appropriate. Yeah, but it, that but the thing that's cool is it's a victory song, so we only sing it when we win, and that's the beauty of it. And it's like some of the guys would be like, "Come on, boys, I want to sing today." Yeah, you know, like <laughs> which is cool, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's a treat, you know, and like you belt it out, and like you just. Gives you a warm feeling inside. You know, you look around, you're belting it out with your mates. It's it's fun. It's good. I've never had anything like that. It's it's an interesting experience, you know. It, that would be it, cool. We didn't always have a song uh, until one of the guys on our team came back from playing abroad. Mm-hmm. And he, he brought the song with him. And he adapted it from the club that he played oh. for there for us. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That is cool. It's cool to bring different cultures together and bringing different things you know bringing the best of stuff you guys are cultural appropriating exactly other rugby squads (laughs) it's not very woke (laughs) guys might get canceled (laughs) in the city blues you guys are canceled nah goodbye (laughs) blues are moving onward and upward yeah that's awesome i'm really glad that there's like some cool shit like this going on yeah i mean and the thing is like I think that a lot of people would really like it and really enjoy it. It's just that, you know, the word's not exactly out there. And Yeah, I found you guys through Instagram. That's the only way I found out through you. We're glad you did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I hope a lot of people will hear this and maybe get interested and check you guys out. Yeah, that'd be or awesome. Or check out wherever they're at. I mean, I got listeners all over. Yeah, we'll if you guys are the- listening, November 2nd, one thirty, Swope Soccer Village. Come on out. Is there uh, any – is the MLR on TV at all? Yeah. So uh, our games are played on uh, ESPN Plus and oh, really? CBS Sports. Is there any, uh, like, YouTube action we can get? Uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you Google MLR, there's tons of stuff to watch. Highlights, full games. Really? Cool. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm going to check some of this shit out. Yeah, definitely. And you're what are you, the New York what? Rugby United New York. Rugby United U- New York. Rooney for short. Oh, yeah. Rugby. R-U-N-Y. How long have you been playing them pro? Uh, I've played two pro seasons, and then this year will be my third. Is there, like, a draft? Like, how did you end up in New York? Uh, so, I actually started in New Orleans. Um, that's the first team I played for. Um, and it was just kind of – so, people knowing people, putting me in contact with the general manager of New Orleans, and I – Talked with him, sent him some game film, mm-hmm. and they invited me down to come and play for them and had a great first year there. Um, and then I came back home to Kansas City and uh, I had an opportunity to go to New York to play for to play club rugby for the New York Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, I got picked up by Rooney. And uh, I mean, it, it, like I, I half I halfway went to go play for the New York Athletic Club in hopes and slightly knowing that I was going to be 
in Rooney's backyard and have a chance of playing for them because I wasn't really set on going back to New Orleans. How come? Uh, just it's New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans is great, but also just like I wanted to check out some other places and you know, it just were the they opportunity. Not that great? No, they were great. I mean, it was, they were good. Are all the teams pretty evil? Uh, evil, even. <laughs> Uh, for the most part, there, there was one Cleveland Browns team. in. Okay. League. Yeah. Yeah. And God bless their souls, but at least they're trying. Yeah. They're trying, you know, and I wish them the best. I hope that they can turn it around. I mean, it's, it kind of sucks having a team like that, you know? And right. It's better when, uh, when everyone's like competitive, competitive and stuff. And I mean, and like, that's the thing that's also really cool is this last year. Um, like the first at least like the first few weeks of the season, all the games were then like one score, oh, that's which fun. is cool. So it's that's like, fun. yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. So, and I mean, it, it, it's cool that the level of play is still coming up and then the co- competitiveness is also coming up. And so, yeah. But there's not like, there wasn't a draft. Like, is uh, there, they is, say is there that trading, there's not like trading. There is trading. Yeah. Um, it's very rare. Um, but it, I have heard of people being traded before. Um, but apparently they do have plans of having a draft eventually. Okay. I don't I don't think that they are going to have right now. But like the thing is, like the money isn't there to the point where people would willingly be drafted to go to a city somewhere. So it's like a lot of the people who are on some of these teams are from these areas okay. already. You know, like they're the premier players in that region. That's or, really cool. So like that, I it, like that because a New yeah. York team is actually mainly New York people, right? Yeah, I mean, I, and then a random guy from the Midwest, right? But, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's just like it, it's that, almost like college sports. A little, well, yeah. I guess how college used to be, maybe maybe like how yeah. it used to be, anyways. Yeah, but I mean, it it is cool how like people like like I'm saying like maybe it'll get to the point where the money's good enough where they'll have a draft and people will be stoked to get drafted by whoever to go mm-hmm. wherever. But right now it's like, also it's like, I, I feel at least for marketing purposes for some teams like, oh, our hometown kids, you know? No, like, for sure. That would be, that that would bring me out there. Yeah. There's not a Kansas City team. Yeah. But that'd be dope. Someday. I would like that. Can't you guys, once you guys win the championship here, guy, you know what? We're going to start a Kansas City MLR. Like, yeah, I mean, they. Are, I'm sure they're going to be looking for they, more teams. They tried to initially, uh, but so, some financial backing fell through. Um It'd be cool if they sorted it out, but, you know, I, I have no idea when or if that will happen. Hopefully I'm still playing then. <laughs> you guys couldn't just say, hey, we'll do it. We'll do everything. Like, uh, I mean, change nothing. Just put us in that league. We can hang. I mean, I'm pr- – no. I guess some stuff would have to change, huh? A lot would have to change, yeah. Bummer. I mean, and I – like, our our team is great, but I, I, I think we would probably have a tough time, like, competing. I mean, we would do well against some teams in the MLR, but we would get – Okay. Probably smoked by a few. Big difference between and it and actually the top pains amateur. Me to say that. Yeah. I don't like saying that at all. It is what it is. <laughs> I These mean, guys have real jobs. They These should, guys have real yeah. jobs. Yeah, it is professional versus amateur. Yeah. So I say that. But you got accountants out there opposed to. I will. There, like, granted, don't get me wrong. There's guys who play in the MLR that have day jobs. Well. Oh shit. Yeah. So I mean, like, the money's not there. Where I mean, some people are able to only play rugby and live off that money. Who's the top U.S. rugby guy? Is there one? No, I don't know. I, there's no like name that just comes to my mind like that. Really? Yeah. It, it maybe someday there will be. I mean, there might be for other people. There's not a guy on the national team or a couple guys like, oh yeah, these two guys or three guys are like, I mean, the pinnacle of U.S. rugby. There's some ballers, but no, nah. like, I don't know. No. No one comes to mind. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, like I have, I have, I have some friends on the team too, and they're great, but I don't know. I I like no. There's no like Captain America. He's our guy, you know. Like, okay, but hopefully soon, someday. Maybe once we start competing better with Tier One nations, that yeah, guy will exist. Yeah, <laughs> maybe hopefully. Hmm. I'm bummed. I would think there would be at least some name or two. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's our Michael Jordan. I mean, to me personally, yeah. I would say the best player on our team is a guy named Joe Toffate. Joe Toffate. Yeah, and he plays hooker, and he is a beast. And he he runs hard, tackles hard, does his job well. What's the difference between rugby and Australian rules football? Um, Do you know? 
Do you know much about like? I know a little bit about it. Like in Aussie rules, you like every five steps you take, you have to bounce the ball. Um, Do you guys? You guys don't have to bounce the ball. No. Okay. So for us in rugby, you can only to advance the ball. You can only run it forward, or you can kick it forward. Every pass has to be lateral <coughs> or backwards. Okay. And then how much is a touchdown? Uh, and what do you call it? We call it a try. Okay. But the thing that's funny, in order to score a try, you have to touch it down with downward pressure in the end zone. Um, and it's worth five points. And then the kick after is for two. So seven, just like football. Um, that's what that is. That's why they yeah. put it down. Yeah. But why? Uh, well, so, like, the thing is, like, people can be tackled in the end zone, and if they're not able to put the ball down, they call it held up, and then that results in a, a scrum. So it's like that's a stop, you know? It's like – Instead of in football, where if the guy's in the end zone, he's in the end zone. They, you just have to put it down on the ground. Downward pressure. Downward pressure. Yeah. What is, what is downward pressure? I mean, does that mean? That's it. However, you oh. can have the ball in your arms and you can dive and fall. Okay. You know, um, but like the other thing is it the thing that's really and that's cool worth about, five points. That's worth five points. But the thing about rugby is wherever you put the ball down in the end zone. Uh, the kick has to be directly on that line. So when you score, okay. you want to score, you want to center, center it, it. so okay. that you get a shot head on. But sometimes you score it all the way on the sideline. And some of these guys are slotting kicks from the sideline, like Big 45 degree angle. You know, it, it's crazy. And how far is the kick? So the thing is, uh, you can have it as close or as far as you want. It just has to be on the line of where you scored it. Really? Yeah. So, That's fun. Yeah. So they can move it <laughs> so that the angle's in their favor. Right. But I it's mean, further. It's further. Uh, it's more difficult. Like, but like some of these, some guys can slot these, and it's unbelievable. How do you kick it? Does someone have to hold it like a? No, there's a T. So you put you it put on the, the tee. Just a regular football type T. Uh, it's a little different. Slightly different. Yeah. But it's it's pretty miraculous how some guys slot these kicks from the sideline, and some guys will like loop it or bend it or whatever it's unbelievable how many kickers are on a team do you have like a designated kicker typically you have a designated kicker. just one i mean normally you have more than one guy because you know just in case injuries happen or whatever um but like for a game this is this is the dude that kicks every time typically yes yeah or in some teams will have it like okay this guy gets anything within like 30 meters and then if it's out of 50 we have one guy who can just bomb it you know but he's not accurate uh, it depends. I mean, yeah. on my team, the same person takes all the kicks. Okay. So if he gets subbed off, we have like a few people down the line. But How much is a kick worth? Two points. And the, But it also, okay. we have kicks that are similar to field goals. Like when a penalty happens in a game, you uh, like you have the option to kick for the post. No matter where the penalty is? Well, I mean, yeah, but you don't want to do it if it's not close enough, you know? How come? Because you won't make it there. Like if you're far from there. Like because if you kick but it, what it's, would it's happen? A, it's a live ball when uh -huh. you kick it. So, but the thing is, that's uncontested. So you get like they can't rush you or anything. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's the only points. How much is that worth? That's worth three points. So, so it is a lot like football. Yeah. Well, football is based off rugby. It is. Yeah. It's for the guys. That rugby, I guess, was a little too complicated for them. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, they just had to simplify it. They're like, oh. I need a break. I need water. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, it is based on it. There's a lot of similarities. But, obviously, they both continue to develop in their own ways. Why do you guys do a scrum? Uh, a scrum is, I mean. A and how does that work? So, a scrum, it's kind of funny. I like to compare it to a jump ball in basketball. It looks like, yeah. But the thing is, so, yeah, both teams come together and – like obviously the team that is putting the ball in that has the feed has the benefit because they know the timing of when the ball is coming in and everything. Um, and, but so it's, it's like the ultimate contest of measuring strength and technique of the big boys of both teams. What are you trying to do? You're trying to push them over or back, you know? Like, so you can get the, so the guy behind can get the ball. Well, so yeah, what, what you do is they come together, right? And the ball goes in. And then the guy in the middle, they call them the hooker. Uh -huh. He hooks the ball back for his team. And so you want to obviously push your team over the ball. But you can also work. Like some teams will just hit and lock out. And then 
the ball comes back and people will work it back. And then can only one person touch the ball or can anybody touch it? Uh, so whoever, like anyone in the scrum can touch it with their feet, but only the guy at the very back can touch it with his hands. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can't like assist it along the way with your hands. Why are you guys so good? Are you guys really great at scrums and you constantly get the ball? Or is it one? I mean, we're good at scrums. I don't know. Like, is there one reason why you guys are seven and zero and you know the team to beat? Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know exactly. I mean, we we're very hardworking. Uh, we're patient, which is good. That's something I've been like really harping on, and our coach has really been harping on our team this season uh, is p- having patience. Cause it's the sort of thing where like they call it like try line or white line fever where like you get close to the end zone and you're like, Oh, I want to score. I want to score. So like you're, you're throwing passes or offloads that are not exactly like well advised or whatever, where like possession is everything in rugby. It's not like football where it's a game of inches. You want to fight for that extra inch and in rugby. You'd be better off to just go down so that your teammates can protect you and the ball to ensure that you guys maintain possession. And so having patience and working phases, eventually like eventually they're going to break. They, yeah, can only, I, yeah. they can only play defense for so long. Yeah. You know? So it's like yeah. if you're patient, eventually you're going to score. And just right. maintain your cool, you get through, you know. A mistake will happen. Exactly. Or they'll commit a penalty, you know. It's just – and that's that's the beauty of it. How do you get the ball? Uh, any way you want rip that mother from you uh i mean yeah you can it, it just depends i mean i mean the, the point is like it's because it's not like football it's not like you get a certain amount of downs it's like it's it's always a live ball it can go correct. either way at any time yeah but so uh so in how the do game, i want to get the ball well so for instance in the game there's an imaginary line that's the offside line so that pr- that prevents people from just running around the tackle and going to the back and grabbing the ball that's offsides it's a penalty so when a tackle occurs, uh, a player's own teammates go over the top of him to protect him and the ball. But the defense is also able to contest that and push those guys back. Or if the support, like going over top of the player, is slow, they are allowed to make an op- like they are allowed to like m- take a chance at getting that ball, like so they can grab it. Because the thing is, when you're tackled, when you tackle someone, you have to release the tackled player. But also when you're tackled, you have to place the ball back. You have to release the ball. So if the defense were to grab the ball and the guy doesn't let go, it's a penalty on him for not releasing it. But if he does let go and the guy cleanly has his, like, has his hands on it clean, he can take the ball and it's a turnover. So it's, He can release it any way he wants? Uh, I mean, you're supposed to place it back. and like that's Behind a, you? Yeah, behind you, yeah. Because it can't go forward. Exactly. Or parallel. Like it can go Correct. parallel. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, but it wouldn't be wise because you'd be, it'd be <laughs> easy for the def- easier okay. for the defense. So, I mean, they, like they say, like when you get tackled, like you're not just gonna lay there. Like you have to work and fight to get the ball back because mm-hmm. then that's more beneficial for your team. It helps out your scrum half with getting the ball to get the ball out. And like, how long would it take to figure the game out watching it as a fan who who just um, all I know is football or soccer or whatever. I watch normal sports. And I'm going to show up to a rugby match. How long is it going to take for me to figure out, oh, I get it. I mean, if you have someone who knows rugby sitting by you, it won't take you long at all. Right. And, and also, that's the sort of thing. Sometimes, like, like if, you were to, yeah. if you were to go to a game or whatever, like, you'd be, you wouldn't have that hard of a time finding someone to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like a lot of things, I, like, I, if, if people want to know it, I'm like, obviously, YouTube is great. Right. Or buy, like, a rugby video game. That's another really good oh, one. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I mean. Do they that, make those anymore? Yeah. Yeah, they make them. I actually don't know the latest one. I don't really play video games, but um, like they have, they have like rugby challenge and stuff. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, but yeah, that's like a really good way for people to learn it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like there's a, like with the MLR games, for instance, the announcers, they do a good amount of explaining, at least at the start. But the thing is like, you don't want to turn up turn away the the listeners or the watchers who who know it you know right, like, right. don't talk to me like, like a baby i know i know it's week eight i know exactly i know downward exactly. pressure Leave but like alone. the thing is you also don't want to scare off the people that have no freaking right. idea what's going on for sure so it's like you got to have a happy medium you know but uh, what i've kind of come to 
notice or understand is that like like at the beginning of every game they have just like a little rugby 101 like a little tutorial you know mm-hmm. and i i don't see any reason for that to go away you know yeah i mean especially if we can bring in more viewers because that's exactly what we need that's what you guys need yeah. need viewers need money yeah nice yes indeed well i hope you get more viewers and more money soon <laughs> thank you appreciate that and i appreciate you coming on the show hey my pleasure yeah this was awesome yeah really good i want to uh yeah now i'm gonna when you get out of here i'm gonna uh start youtubing rugby i'm gonna start i'm gonna try and find you on your rooney team hey there goes. Up. am i gonna see you light anybody up uh, you got any highlight film you got any highlight i don't have any highlight films but i i have i have some good hits out there yeah, all right yeah Hell yeah. But uh, th- there goes your Sunday because you're about to fall in love with a new sport. Yeah, that's fine with me. You caught the itch. It's fine with me. I like falling in love. <laughs> Rugby's, Don't we all? Rugby's not going to steal from me either. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, appreciate you, man. Can I get a fist bump from you? Heck yeah, man. Hell My yeah. My pleasure, bro. My uh, pleasure. Charlie, thanks for running cameras for me. Everybody, thanks for listening. Go follow. How Here's a couple minutes to pimp whatever you'd like to pimp. Tell people how uh, KC Rugby's Blues. Yeah, check us out on Instagram, at KC Blues Rugby. Um, if you guys want my Instagram, at Work in Maine, W-I-R-K-E-N-M-A-N-E. <laughs> nice. Yes, sir. I'm going to follow you. All right, but also, more importantly, November 2nd, 1.30 at uh, Swope Soccer Village. Come watch us beat Palmer up. <laughs> this might not be out by then. That's uh, fine. Watch, Check us out results. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Either way, hey, I got to try, right? <gasps> got to. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate it again, man. Good luck in your pro career. Thank you. I appreciate it. Are you going to want to stick in New York or do you want to? I mean, I, I'm sticking around there this year. Yeah. I, I like nice. it up there a lot. Hell it's, yeah. it's a nice place and we got a good group of guys. So. Nice. Well, that's it, everybody. Peace out. We're out of here.